Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. If Legalist had arrived on another day in another year, it might have slipped under the radar, but it didn't. It arrived just as Gawker went belly up. Unveiled last week at a startup launch day in Silicon Valley, Legalist is an online service that invests in lawsuits it has no connection to. Other startups go even further, letting individuals put in their own money to invest in lawsuits. Provided you meet certain requirements, you too can help fund a suit and get a cut of the winnings, if there are winnings to be had. That seems straightforward enough, but the tech press went a bit berserk over the arrival of this new service, and that's because of Gawker. The news and gossip site quit publishing stories last week after losing a high-profile invasion of privacy suit bankrolled by billionaire Silicon Valley venture capitalist Peter Thiel. If Thiel could take down Gawker as a personal vendetta, the voices said, couldn't legalists do much the same? But let's not get ahead of ourselves. With Peter Thiel, the point is that he's so rich and so powerful he doesn't need legalists. And, well, the idea behind using tech to invest in lawsuits is not new. Shares, Trial Funder, and Mighty have been around since 2014 and offer similar services. These services don't exactly exist to help mega-millionaires exert their power on lawsuits of their choosing. Shares, Trial Funder, and Mighty allow investors with much smaller bank accounts to participate in the lesser-known industry of litigation finance. Legalist does its own funding, but the aims are similar. They provide plaintiffs with broader and more competitive ways of funding a lawsuit. They create a new middle market for litigation finance. They feed cases worth around 200000 or so, bigger than a simple personal injury claim, but too small to receive funding from a big litigation finance firm. Until recently, says Maya Steinitz, a professor of law at the University of Iowa who studies litigation finance, this market didn't exist. Steinitz likes the idea, but she does point out that, like any utility, these services can be abused. And because they're new, it's only natural they would make people uncomfortable, including tech journalists. It's not home mortgages, it's not real estate, it's not cars or car loans, it's the justice system, Steinitz says. For all these reasons, she adds, they certainly deserve scrutiny. Enter the Internet. 
Deep-pocketed investors, including investment banks, insurance companies, and hedge funds, have long invested in big lawsuits. But in bringing this idea to the Internet, startups are very much changing the dynamic. In 2014, Mighty launched an online marketplace designed to pair funders with personal injury claimants. LexShares targets commercial cases that seek about $100,000 to $1 million in funding. Trial Funder deals with cases even smaller in scale, providing several thousand dollars in funding to lawyers or directly to plaintiffs. Now, Legalist is expanding this trend, taking on business tort cases that require between $50,000 and $500,000 in funding. Typically, these services use proprietary algorithms to evaluate the merits of lawsuits and judge their potential as an investment opportunity. Legalist funds its own cases. But for the other startups, so long as a case meets their requirements, they put a detail online and invite the investments, listing things like plaintiffs and defendants, judges and lawyers, jurisdictions and damages sought. Anyone can invest as long as they meet the investor accreditation requirements laid down by the U.S. Secretaries and Exchange Commission. If they've made more than 200000 annually for the past two years or have a net worth of $1 million. This is a familiar yarn in the tech world. Take in each activity, put it online, and let anyone play. In this case, the opportunity is pretty big. In 2013, according to the entrenched litigation financer Gertrude Keller Capital, the U.S. litigation market spanned more than $200 billion. But online litigation financing is by no means a slam dunk. Mighty has already pivoted, transforming itself into a company that provides software to litigation financers. The social question. Okay. But in choosing lawsuits for their services, do these companies make decisions based on the social merits of a case? Are they making judgments of justice? Not really, their founders say. They insist they just judge cases on their financial merits. We're not specifically looking for cases with social impact, says trial funder CEO Anu Shakimi. But it can be a side benefit. Certainly, social change is often part of litigation finance. In the 1960s, this happened all the time. So many organizations backed legal battles for minorities and women and others who lack political and financial clout, with funds coming primarily from donations. But these internet services aren't really set up for stuff like this. Expanding this niche industry to more players, Steinitz says, does mean more potential for abuse. But there are safeguards in the system to prevent this. The Gawker case was something different. It was an outlier in the world of litigation finance, says Bradley Wendell, a law professor at Cornell University. It doesn't make financial sense for a company like Legalist to go after Gawker just for the sake of going after Gawker. Legalist, LexShares, and TrialFunder have a fiduciary obligation to shareholders. They can't waste money on personal vendettas, unlike Peter Thiel. This article was written by Davey Abba. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.